Welcome to Reframe Your Mindset for Success. With me today is Rani Athwell. Rani is the best-selling author of Life's Biggest Con, and he's also the editor of Expert Profile Magazine. And I'm really looking forward to speaking to Rani today about reframing your mindset. Welcome to Reframe Your Mindset for Success. With me today is Rani. How are you doing, Rani? I'm very well, Paul. How are you? Really good, really good. And what have you been up to this week? Well, the usual stuff, Paul. Um, one is, uh, you know, helping myself get over some of the football results that we've we've had. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well. yeah, but uh, joking aside, it's uh, yeah, going into January is always a a month which uh, has as presents a lot of challenges. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been a busy week. I'm working very much on the new publications, and um, yeah, and, and just preparing really for 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 the season ahead. Brilliant. So, so when when you talk about the new publications, just just for the listener, what are those? Well, as you know, I'm, I'm you know um, being in the publishing uh, industry, and there's always new ideas that are presented to you. And um, something that I've always wanted to do was to sort of maybe expand on the expert profile family. And uh, so, yeah, so we, we're looking to introducing a couple of new publications, very much targeting um, the, the business aspect um, from from the, the, the original concept um, and also focusing a little bit more on well-being. Oh, great. Great. Sounds, sounds really interesting. Well, let's explore that more in a, in a, in a moment then. But uh, as you know, Rania, I, I tend to start the podcast with your story in as many words as you want to tell it. So it, it's a kind of beginning that's over to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say my story is unique in any way, shape or form, but certainly, um, I mean, I've been in business um, pretty much all my life. Um, I left school um, at the age of 16, not intentionally. Um, you know, I lost my father whilst uh, as I, I was a teenager, which kind of, as you can imagine, anybody that's lost a parent that early on, um, it was a difficult time for me. Yeah. But at the same time, you you kind of, it's a time where you, you know, the, the boy becomes a man um, and albeit you're still going through a grieving process. Um, there's still, you know, life has to go on. And um, for me, it was, you know, I, my mother, who was obviously still very young herself, um, you know, the future looked bleak and it was time to sort of step up. And it was then, um, you know, we had a lot of family and, and, and friends who, who were also in business, which kind of gave me the, the, the confidence or, you know, maybe the belief that I could do something similar. And the story sort of very much started from there. So for the early days, I was very much in retail. Yeah. Um, so a lot of different sort of retail projects that I took on. And, um, you know, as you as you do with, with, with lots of things in life, you, you continue to evolve and improve in, in terms of what you're doing. And, and, and it sort of I fell into sort of more of the service-based uh, industries. And um, as, you, as you're well aware right now, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, the publishing industry. Yeah. Um, I wrote a, a book a few years ago just uh, sort of, before the pandemic kicked in and uh, being a big fan of writing and, and certainly the sort of media side of things, it kind of, yeah, all sort of fell into place. And uh, here we are today. Yeah. And, and the book that you wrote, it's called. Yeah. The book's called uh, life's biggest con. You are not who you think you are. 
Yeah. Um, it's very much around, I wouldn't, I mean, the generally maybe is around sort of personal development, but it's 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 a little bit deeper than that. It's, um, it's I mean, some people might describe it as being spiritual, but it's not a word that I often like to use myself um, because a lot of people have a different perception of what spirituality actually means. Um, but it's just delving a little bit deeper into the human mind and as to who we actually think uh, and, and believe about ourselves. Brilliant, son. And what, what was the what was the inspiration for writing the book then, Rani? Um, well, for me, it's I, I would probably take it back um, about 20 years ago when I um, changed a certain direction in my life. Um, I I went from a place where I would describe as, you know, the sort of young lad's attitude of, uh, you know, enjoying life or be you, you worked hard, you played hard. Um, and I, I, I stopped drinking and um, I started to sort of follow a lot of the sort of what we the sort of household names in sort of personal development. And albeit I didn't really have a book, um, you know, in, in my mind at the time, it was always something that I, I wanted to do myself. Yeah. I think that, that's really kind of what time is always, you know, you, you've got to have time if you want to write something like that. So when you're working and you know, you, you, you're sort of running a busy life. It's not always the easiest thing to do. And I think then it was always the opportunity when it arose. I I decided to put something together, which was based on my personal experiences and um, certainly something which I thought would resonate with more people, um, not just from, as I said earlier, you know, alluded to being personal development, but certainly also around the sort of spiritual aspect of who we are as people. Brilliant, brilliant. So, so the the um, yeah, we'll, we'll explore that in a little bit more <clears throat> in a little bit more detail as we go on. Um, so so to take the leap from writing the book in, into publishing, you know, how, how did you manage that? Because that that's kind of a if you haven't done it before, how how do you then just move into publishing? Um, it's like everything, Paul. I've I've always been a a person that doesn't mind trying new things. Um, right. You know, I don't have a, uh, I've never had the sort of mindset in that, you know, if you, if you want to do something, you know, you, you put your mind to it, you can do it. Uh, so for me, you know, again, my my love for sport, especially um, as, you, as you're well aware, like sort of football and, and, and boxing and so forth. Yeah. You know, I've always been a bit of a collector of, of magazines and, and, and sort of media publications, uh, even growing up. And as I say, it, it's always something that I wanted to do. And um, so you know, the opportunity kind of, arose itself uh, from the book and, and I suppose also when we, we went through the pandemic um, I've been in the events industry and that sort of came to a halt uh, which gave me the additional sort of time and you know the other thing is Paul you know you, you, you come to a stage in your life now you're getting on a bit now but where you want to give something back and you you learn so much through your own personal experiences but then also you try you sort of end up connecting with you know like to yourself People yeah. who've also been on their own personal journeys, and I've got a lot to share. So, what I wanted to do really was to create uh, a community that, um, you know, it wasn't just, as I said, not just about creating a community that would help, but it's more about serving, serving other people, um, and that's where the the sort of project of expert profile came about. Um, is that we wanted to get like minded people together that had not just a passion for for doing business but certainly had a passion for helping others and i think that's uh kind of yeah how that project has uh, evolved
And I know from, you know, reading the magazine and being involved in the magazine, you've had some amazing business, sports people, TV personalities involved. You know, how, how's that been? Is, is that been enjoyable, interviewing those different types of people? And do, have you had any favourite interviews? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, you know, I'm, you feel so privileged and honoured that these people actually gave up their time to do that. But I think what you you realise is that even with these celebrities and, and people in the public eye, they're, they're very much like you and me. You know, they, they, they go through the same sort of problems and challenges with their lives and minds. And and I think the beautiful thing is that they may be a little bit more open to, you know, not always, but, you know, to sharing some of those stories and yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say there's there's the, always a, a favourite, but everybody's uh, unique in their own right. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably say I've enjoyed the, the experience with, with every one of them. And uh, it's always left me very humbled um, after after the interview. And as I said, very privileged and honoured to be able to do that. And, and obviously I meant the favourites after me. So just, just to be clear with that. <laughs> always, mate, always. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so as you know, the, the, the podcast really focuses on mindset and, and reframing yeah. your mindset. So um, why, why is mindset so important to you? Well, Paul, the mind, is, the mind is everything. You know, every experience, everything we, we do in our life, everything, it, it's the filter, everything comes through your mind. So mindset, I don't know, mindset's a modern word um that we use these days for attitude and anything and everything that happens in your life is determined by your your attitude in in essence you know we can't control things or be we want to control uh situations and outcomes and people and so forth uh, unfortunately that's not something that's possible the only thing you can control is is your attitude um so for me it's it's it's, it's everything you know it's it's you know yeah. you you're Everything you, you you sort of from a day to day basis is, is 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 based on your mindset. You know, if you if you're having a good day, is I always say is based on your mindset. If you're having a bad day, is based on your mindset. So for me, it's you know that that should be at the forefront of everything that you do on a daily basis. Is you know your attitude towards people, your attitude towards um, you know say situations that arise, challenges that arise, and uh, even your your sort of feelings. I think as, as people, we, we focus so much on how we feel all the time. And, yeah. um, you know, if we if if we only did things or we only took action when we felt good about ourselves or good about our lives, then I think we, we wouldn't get much done. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally agree. And it's, it's amazing how many people can get upset by what can sometimes be really small things, you know, rather than th things that maybe you should get upset by, which, which are on a grander scale. Um, but, but you know that makes a lot of sense. How how would you describe your mindset then? If I was asking you, I think my mindset is is always to be as a, as, as adaptable as possible as an individual. Um, yeah. and, and I think the key word always is for me, Paul. And, and as I said, this is this is something that's um, developed over time is awareness. Yeah. Now, for me, awareness is everything. In, when you, when on a, as I say, when when you're thinking, when you have anything, any any type of thought or feeling, it it's usually affects us or it impacts us because we don't have the awareness of of what's happening. And if we can develop more awareness of what's going on in our minds at any given moment, 
I think life becomes a lot much, well, certainly for me, it's become a lot easier to handle and, and, and manage. And I think more importantly, I've allowed life to happen. Um, I don't resist things. I don't try to force things. Um, you know, I, I try to live in, in, a, in a place where, yes, you plan. Yes, you, you have, you know, I'm not here to say that you don't, um, you know, you don't plan for the future and you don't put things in place in terms of how you would like your life to be. But I think more importantly, I, I allow it to be the way that it is. Yeah. And I find when you're in that place, some of the decisions and choices you make, you're a lot more comfortable with. Right. Okay. So that's, it's very much about having that awareness of how you feel in, in any given moment then. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think because, you know, the feelings, you know, we, we're often so controlled by everything that happens. It's, it's always about, oh, I don't feel like doing this or I feel like this today and I feel like that. No, be, you know, we have challenges in life and some people have more challenges than others. And sometimes some of the adversities we go through or, you know, it may be, you know, an illness or, or certainly, you, you know, you, you've lost somebody in your life and these challenges are, are very difficult to overcome. But I think more of, of the sort of more that or I would call, you know, the, the less impactful things that happen on a day to day basis. You know, if we had a little bit more awareness when somebody, um, you know, walks, for example, you, you may feel a little bit frustrated or you may feel a little bit um, irritated by something or you may feel angry or you may feel you know, some of the emotions that we used to I mean, you just got to allow them, you let them be. You know, there's there's no point. Um, you know, if, like I say, if you don't have that awareness, of course they can, they, you know, they they will uh, um, make you feel uncomfortable, and you more than often you probably react to those feelings. But I think if you if you have that awareness of when they do arise, um, that they are just feelings and they're not something that you need to control. It's not something that you need to to prevent from happening. Um, you know, it's it, I, I think you, you'll find that. You, you're less, as I say, when you become less resistant to them, you don't mind when they happen. Yeah. You don't try to prevent, you don't try to put things in place where you don't fear uh, certain emotions, like, for example, feeling anxious about a situation or feeling, you know, um, disappointed, um, especially with, with people or, or or situations in your life or outcomes. So it's it's, it's very much, as I said, it's, it's allowing things to happen though, as, as they are, uh, believing that, everything has 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 its place and um you know just having that little bit more awareness of of of, of those thoughts and not not attaching yourself too much to them well that, that that's really interesting because i mean to me you know listening between the lines there it's, it, it's about being a little bit more relaxed if you're a little bit more aware and then being less judgmental because what we tend to do is we tend to judge ourselves or other people based on our feelings or their feelings their emotions when actually as you're saying if you've just got an awareness of it then you know, you can be more relaxed around what plays out rather than judging it by a, a set substandard that you've got, that potentially you've just made up at the end of the day of how you're meant to be. So that's, that's quite interesting, Ronnie. I think we, we, we jump to conclusions. We make assumptions very quickly about what other people are thinking or the reasons for the way they are. Um, I think it's 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 important to understand that the mind is a very complex machine. It's we call it whatever you want, you the brain and so forth. That nobody really truly fully understands it. Um, and you know, you often hear people just you know feeling down or flat or depressed or anxious, and and they don't really know 
why um, and they just sort of go through life on this sort of default setting. And I often sort of ask the question is, is in, in times like that is, you know, some of the answer that if you do ask the wrong question, certainly you're going to get the wrong type of answer. But is it really that important to always feel good, <laughs> to always feel like, you know, um, like you, 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 you should feel a certain way um, and to, you know, to basically react to every thought that comes in your mind? You know, I think it's it doesn't certainly it's well you can certainly magnify some of those problems um and some of those feelings and thoughts if you you know if you keep giving them the attention that they're looking for and and sadly a lot of people just do that and they don't realize um that yeah. it's not necessary you don't have to i mean look me and you paul we, we you know there's a day you can wake up in the morning you can feel pretty lousy or you, you don't feel pretty great or motivated or for whatever those reasons are but so what does it, is it that important? Do you have yeah. to always feel motivated? Do you have to always feel good to do something? It's, you know, it's, it's really interesting because I, I have, I, I call it a mindset technique where I'll aim to play from a 10, you know, 10, 10 out of 10 is the best you can be at the start of the day. But what you've got to recognize is some days you just, you can't be a 10 out of 10 and you don't have to kick yourself for that. You know, you, you don't have to put yourself down. Sometimes you might be tired, you might feel great, you know, and if I'm an ace, I'm going to play and be the best ace I can that particular day. And that to me is, it's that awareness and, and recognising just the way you're feeling. A big thing for me as well is also about listening to your body, is that as you get older, there's certain things I can do and I can't do. So, you know, if, if you're not fit, you know, you're not going to be able to do something, you just listen to your body and your body will tell you. But it's having that awareness, isn't it? It's that deeper awareness of, of who you are and how you feel um, that goes with that. So, so, so talk, talking about that, Ronnie, what, what, what techniques do you have to help you with, you know, you, you use the word more attitude than mindset, but, you know, your mindset's all your attitude, yeah, yeah. maybe a daily or weekly basis? I don't, I'd say, Paul, again, if I'm honest, I don't, you see, the thing is, it, for me, I know you, you, you've, you've got an understanding of what your life is right now or the place that you're at and where you, 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 you want to do and what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. For me, it's it. I don't like to use sort of you know this sort of all mindfulness, present moment thinking. But what I what I do try to do is that whatever I'm doing in any given moment is to give it my fullest attention. Um, you know, rather than always thinking about what's next or or, or you you with me? It's, yeah. I'm trying if I can um, to find, you know, the enjoyment even in the smallest of things. Um, on on you know. I don't feel that I need to be excited about life all the time. Um, as I said earlier, I don't feel that um, I have to, you know, to always be um, looking for the next thing. Um, for me, it's, it's it, you know, finding, I mean, the work that I do right now is, you know, it, it's something that I, I, I do really enjoy. Um, and, you know, meeting people on, a, you know, different people, it, it's, you know, it's, it's fantastic, um, you know, when, when you're working in the sort of publishing industry, you, you get a lot of those opportunities. But I, I really don't use any particular tools um, for, because I think it just puts the additional pressure on you that if those tools then don't work for you, for example, yeah, then what do you do? You know, then you're thinking, well, I've done this and I've done that. I still don't feel any good or I don't feel any better than I did. Um, or I feel worse, for example. You, I mean, sometimes you, you, you can put things into practice and, you know, I've seen people do that. 
And they get more frustrated because now they've put a lot of effort into feeling better or, or, or good about themselves or and, and they still don't. You with me? It's it's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a very uh, it's not a very nice place to be. It's a little bit like somebody who overthinks or worries a lot. Um, they then when they then worry about worrying or they overthinking about overthinking. It's just a vicious circle. I think somewhere along the line, you've got to put, I, I generally believe anyway, you've got to put less emphasis on always analyzing yourself, always analyzing um, situations and, and, and feelings and thoughts and just letting them be, just, just allow them. It's just, there isn't really any point in trying to always, you don't have to have an answer for everything. You don't have to try to understand everything. Um, just like we don't always have to understand why other people are a certain way or how, why situations in our lives are a certain way. Equally, I, I do genuinely believe that, albeit, yes, it's good to have um, certain tools and, and certain ways of, of you know, um, dealing with situations or um, your life as, as a whole. But I also believe that it's not that important. And that's not to say your life's not important or you're not... Yeah. It's just sometimes I think that there is, you know, too much emphasis put on on how you should be as a person, and I think that pressure itself—it's almost like when you're telling people you should be happy. Really, why? All the time. If you if if I always say if you if you want to be happy, then you've got to be prepared to be sad, because you're not going to get one without the other. You know, if you want to be excited, yeah. be prepared to be bored too. You can't be excited all the time. You can't be, you know, happy all the time. It's just not how it works. You, you've got to be prepared to also have the opposite. And I think it's, it's again, that comes back to the awareness that, you know, you, you one doesn't come without the other. And, you know, um, when you do have those moments, it's, I always believe that the, the happiest moments often come after the saddest moments. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and, and equally, sometimes the saddest moments come after the happiest moments. So you just got to learn to accept that is how um, the human mind works. And that's what society, I suppose, or, or life in general has created somewhere the human... Because we're always in conflict, aren't we, with our sort of conscious mind and what I would call our sort of instinctive reactions to things. Yeah. Um, and unless we can we can understand that, we, we those, some of those what I call uh, you know uh, dangerous or deliberating questions that keep coming to our minds of why we you know we're not happy or why we 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 feel the way that we feel about ourselves and about our lives will never go away. They're always going to remain. You can't beat it. You've just got to understand it. Yeah, do, do you know listening listening to what you've been saying, there's a couple of things that come out. And you actually use the phrase. The first one, from from what you've explained, was for me the Beatles song "Let It Be," and you actually used the words "Let It Be." Believe it or not, just just before you know, just let it be. Um, and then you know the the way that you're talking about balance, the yin and the yang in life, and, yeah. and accepting those, you know that and that kind of flow. I guess it, it, it's accepting the flow of life, isn't it? Being yeah, aware absolutely. of it. Absolutely, yeah? absolutely. You just got it. It's because there's not a lot you can do. I mean, it's. You know, we always, like I said earlier, we, we, we want to be in control of everything, you know, and we only feel, you know, one of the, my favorite um, sayings, or should I, it, it came from um, the, the famous Anthony Robbins, never forget it, um, I heard it about 20 years ago, 
And uh, hopefully, I'm, I hope I'm, I'm mentioning the way that he, he said it. It's like, you know, your, your happiness is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. Right. That's a great quote. Yeah. Now, uncertainty is inevitable because we cannot predict what's going to happen next. It's inevitable. Yeah. You, it, uh, everything in our lives are uncertain. So if we're always trying to overcome uncertainty, whether it's through, um, you know, acquiring things or whether it's through um, whatever it might be you think that's going to help overcome it, you'll never overcome uncertainty. Uncertainty will, you've got to live with uncertainty. You've got to live with the things you can't control. And the better you can live with those things, the better you will feel on a day-to-day -day basis, the more exciting life becomes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident if everybody knew everything that was going to happen, we'd be very bored very quickly. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. So, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Anthony Robbins. I, I read and listened to Anthony Robbins a lot in my early days, and, you know, his stuff's really, really powerful. Um, are, are there any other influences, any, anybody else that's, that's helped you? develop your mindset and the way that you see life now? Oh, loads, loads of people, Paul. I mean, look, I'm, I've always, you know, been a, uh, uh, an avid sort of reader. Uh, my library of books from, from the Jim Rowans, you know, but as I said, right the way through to even like sort of, you know, sort of Deepak Chopra's work and, um, you know, Anthony Robbins and, and, and you know, a lot of the philosophers uh, are gone. And even today, you know, you, you, you still, I think, because it's, it's like anything, um, you know the mind is is a, is a is a muscle like in any part of the body. You've got to you've just got to, you've got to feed it with stuff. Um, and, and if you can do that, you know it it, it does certainly. Um, not that you. I always say that you, you necessarily need that. I think I'd, I'd sooner you know pick up a book or or or, or, or listen to a, a, a podcast like uh, like well, like we're doing now. Then listen to all the negative stuff that you 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 see you see on our television screens on our on our uh, digital devices. You know it's yeah. like anything. You know if if you hear uh, nice stories, positive stories, you hear people, you know, um, doing. I mean, this this is a great thing I love about. As I said, going back to the magazine, I just I, you know I just you know the people inside the magazine, they just the wonderful individuals that want to make a difference to other people's lives. I think a focus is it sort of shifts more on 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 on, on that type of service, and um, so for me, yeah, of course, you know, it's you know coming back to your question, that there's been so many different people um, that um, you know maybe have influenced even even my thinking over the years. But you know that evolves. You know, sometimes certain things you may have listened to 20, 30 years ago maybe don't have the same impact on you today. Um, but you, you've, you've also got to, like I said, I, I'm going to come back to that same word. If you have that awareness within you, you kind of get to know a little bit more about what the, the human psyche is um, and why we behave a certain way and why other people behave a certain way and, and why, um, you know, you, we, what we see in the world, um, not some of the not so great things and why they happen. So, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I, I know what you're saying, you know, that sometimes there'll be a book or a person or, or something can happen in your life, just come to you at the right time. And, you know, I was looking at a post on LinkedIn the other day and it was saying, you know, what, what's the one book that's maybe changed your life or had a, had a massive impact on your life? And I know 
one of the ones for me was um, Victor Frankl's In Search of Meaning. You know, it's just such a profound book, really helped frame a lot of my thinking at the time. And I think, it, you know, it, it's interesting. We both obviously read, listened to, to Tony Robbins as well. Um, that those big motivational speakers, um, you know, back in the day, it, it was still going today. You know, Stephen R. Covey was uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And there's, there's always, you know, at, at times that that book can come to you or that that person can come to you at the right time um, in your life. And I, I don't know if that's happened to you as well. Yeah, look, I, you, you, absolutely. I think, the, I mean, like my son now is at university and um, I've, I, I shared with him the, the uh, Stephen Colby's book and a few others as well. And I said, look, you know, it's, you know, personal development is absolutely imperative in life to be able to understand. And especially, you know, with the pressures that we, we're, we're all under uh, on, a, on a day-to-day basis. But I think more importantly, Paul, um, than even reading and listening and watching is being able to um, do nothing. <laughs> I know that sounds paradoxical in one sense, is to be able to not need anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not, not to have to be able, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, um, I don't pick up a book because I need to feel good. I wouldn't necessarily listen to a podcast because I need to feel good. I think those, I always find they maybe in my view anyway the wrong reasons i i feel that my own responsibility is 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 if if i don't feel good it it doesn't matter it's not that important i don't live there you know it's it's you for for that moment for whatever you're doing in life on a day-to-day basis it's whatever you're going through or whatever thought arises or whatever a uh, feeling arises and as you know we alluded to earlier is you just got to have that space you've just got to have that in a um you know understanding that it doesn't need to change i think there's too much pressure that we always got to keep you know changing and and, and always you know yes i i agree with sort of like you know the, the sort of self-improvement side of things or the personal development side of things that's important in terms of the role you play in life um, it helps support what you're doing, but I equally think there's got to come a point where that that mind device that ours needs silence. Yeah, it's, a, it's appreciating those moments in time, isn't it? Yeah, it, absolutely. It's, each moment in time and having an appreciation for how you feel, you know, and being alive and, and being part of of the flow of life. Um, yeah. Sorry, words are very hypnotic. You know, language is man-made. It's not something that's real. So every time we hear words, we kind of it creates a, a reaction in us of some kind. But it's 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 just a man-made. It's it's, it's conversation. It's not. It, there's, there's there's something that's not genuine. You know where I'm coming from. It's yeah. I always find there's 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 everything out there that's man-made, and there's everything out there that's natural. Yeah. The natural part of us doesn't need conversation. The natural part of us doesn't need to feel good, doesn't need to be told. And I think that's something that everybody should should learn on should whether the right word is practice, but certainly spend some time by yourselves when nothing is going on. You know, it's not about you know what's happening in your life is not about what what our dreams and aspirations are what we're going to do tomorrow and you know uh, what what somebody said or didn't say and, and 
just 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 be you know you you've got to do i, I generally if there's one piece of advice i would give to anybody out there is just to spend some time um with yourself brilliant so i'm i do and i'm going to just change the tone just slightly because i do on the podcast I always ask you know if you've got a funny story you know you've had a long career adventures wherever it might be and you know that funny story can be anything really it's just uh is the one you could share with us? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, work or, or business uh, connect. Certainly, if, I think funny stories with me. If 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 my children were sharing stories about dad, they'd often say that you know he's he's, he's always he's very renowned or notorious for having accidents on holidays. <laughs> uh, I've done a few. Yeah. I, I suppose we, we all do. I mean, I don't I, I don't drink, by the way. <laughs> I haven't drank for about 17, 18 years yet. I still seem to have these little pranks and things. <laughs> I don't know whether it's just when I'm on holiday, I just, you know, um, relax too much. But, yeah, there have been some recent I mean, I had, I had one, actually, it's a, it's a, it's a really funny one, um, where um, we were in the Caribbean. Actually, it's just me and my wife, and... Um, me being me, I uh, wanted to have some pictures taken with these uh, sort of wild monkeys, uh, all being trained, I would I would like to think. And uh, a number of people in front of us had taken photographs with with them, and, and it so happened to be my turn. And uh, for whatever reason, he decides to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of hilarious. So I thought, well, of all the people he wanted to bite, why bite me? Um, you know, it was, and yeah, I kind of like. It, Not it, many people get bitten by a monkey, do they? I know you, you don't do you. I mean, it just came. It came a bit of a story while we were out there, um, so everybody kind of knew that that's the guy who got bitten by the monkey. Um, <laughs> luckily, luckily, they didn't have any sort of um, negative repercussions to, to my health <laughs> or to my life in any way. But yeah, then recently uh, we we were out again, and we were on a on a, on, a, on a cruise and. Uh, I, I, it was it was quite late in the evening. As, as I said, I don't drink, um, but me and my wife were just sort of walking down, and I happened to slip uh, from the top step and ended up rolling all the way down to the bottom. And um, to to uh, to the amusement of a lot of people that were in that area at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it will be. There was a few sort of like you know faces of shock. Um, you know, at the time I was in a lot of pain. I, I didn't find it very funny, but obviously when you look back on it, it was quite hilarious. I've got, I've got, I've got pictures in you, you know, because obviously with the, with the cruises, you get done up for the evening. I've got, I've got a picture of you all done up for the evening, falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, no, of course it's, uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's more. I remember once in New York, uh, I, I fell up a couple of uh, sort of steps. I walked into a glass door as well, and it's just things like <laughs> the old classic. <laughs> Yeah, they're just they're just sort of clumsy, uh, uh, yeah, stories where it's it's and I suppose the sort of coincidence is it always seems to be when you're on on a, on a little bit of a, a break. Um, well, that that must be yeah, that, your, your mind. You see, your excuse got to be that your mind is shut down, and you know you're kind of in that present moment. You just missed it. <laughs> yeah, I like to think so. Uh, yeah, that's, that 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 helps you cope with. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah, as I said, it's just every, 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 there's, there's so many more of, of, of a few things that sort of happened which uh, I won't bore you with, but yeah, they're just it's holiday pranks, I think, more than anything else. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. 
So um, I'm, I'm going to bring it to a close there, Ronnie. And I know that you mentioned just before, because I normally say, you know, what, what's the last piece of advice that you, that you give to the listeners based on what we've been talking about? I know you, you heavily really then just said, you know, it, it, it's about letting life be. Well, would that kind of be the end point then? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I wrote a second book, uh, which I haven't released yet, called Allow Life to Happen. Oh, brilliant. And uh, it is very much around that, uh, Paul, where... I think if we if we try to be less in control um, of everything, so that means, you know, less in trying to control our thoughts, trying to control our feelings, trying to control outcomes, trying to control situations, trying to control people. Um, I think we will be a lot happier, and I think yeah. we'd all understand each other better. We'd understand life better. We'd understand our minds better. Um, I think most people, if they are struggling, um, certainly um, with with whatever the situation in life, is because they feel like it's it's out of control, and um, you know, and that's when I think we're at, we're at our worst or, or unhappiest is is when we don't feel in control. Um, but the point really is you're not in control you're not supposed to be in control and you shouldn't want to be in control because you know i believe that as as people you know <laughs> the world would be a very dangerous place if we had control <laughs> as individuals um but yeah coming back to the advice really is yeah just look you know allow life to be um you know enjoy um all the individual sort of moments you have um have more awareness awareness of other people awareness of your own thoughts and that when i when i talk about awareness i don't talk about being judgmental yeah. i don't talk about um you know um analyzing thought it's just of being just of being aware that it's there and you can't you're not going to control them when they come they come if you if you don't pay them too much attention if, especially the, the ones that you don't like they 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 go just as quick as they come um and, and that's the same with feelings as well um you know the more emphasis you give to feelings the more more you're going to struggle with them and the more you're going to want to change them and the more they're not going to change and the more you're going to struggle and as i said it's a vicious circle i think that's when people really get into uh difficult states of mind but yeah it's just awareness and uh, the two words is allow and awareness brilliant well rani it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast so thank you very much. Thank you very much for the invitation, Paul. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been lovely speaking to you, my friend. It's been great having Rani on the podcast today, giving us a real different perspective and view on how we can have more self-awareness, how we can think about our attitude and our mindset in a different way, and how the... At times, we can overthink things, we can make judgments, when actually what we need to do is let life be. I think it's a really insightful way to think about the way that we think about life and how to frame, or in fact, maybe for a lot of us, to reframe our mindsets. So I'm going to leave you with this. 